Thanks for tuning in to the Quality is Key podcast, where we focus on improving the quality of your life through powerful stories, top-notch motivation, and real topics. You've got nothing to lose, but everything to gain. Enjoy the podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is Bobby Sunday from the Quality is Key podcast. Today, I have with me one of my good buddies, Chris Shipman. He's going to be talking about mind over body. He was diagnosed with Crohn's disease about 10 years ago, and he's currently working on a startup for an engineering and design company. So how are you doing today, Chris? Hey, Bobby. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well today. What about yourself? Just another day in the life, man. Just another day. So I want to talk to you a little bit about being diagnosed with an illness like Crohn's disease. I mean, to me, you know, that's unfathomable. I've never had to deal with something like that. And um, I'm sure there's been a lot of people out there that have had to deal with things like that. So, you know, what what are the days like for you now that have just become the normal, you know, things that uh, just seem like everyday life for you? I would say as far as the diagnosis goes, uh, when I first got diagnosed, it was definitely the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. Nobody really expects at 15 to go from the most important thing in the world is keeping a kill-death ratio of 1.5 on Call of Duty to, hey, you have a chronic condition that's going to last the rest of your life. Uh, and you don't really know what's going on either. But since that point, you know, 10 years later, my days are not terribly different than anyone else's, but it's it's always in the back of my mind. It's always kind of in my gut. You know, I know something's going on. Uh, a typical day is wake up with pain, always have nausea after I eat a lot of exhaustion, but you learn to live with it. You kind of deal with it just like everybody deals with their other problems, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, it's really powerful that you talk about that. And, um, you know, since I've known you, I know you've had different ups and downs and there'd be points in our friendship where you would kind of need to disappear for a while because, you know, your illness starts to affect other parts of your life. And I know that's, you know, that's something that no one wants to have to think about someone going through, but it's reality. You know, that's the stuff that happens and I can't imagine it but I've done my best to try to understand it over the years. So can you talk a little bit about mental strength in this? Because I have talked to you earlier about this and, you know, on a daily basis when you have to go through this, it's not just a physical game anymore. It's a mental game. You know, you have to play these different parts in your life and you have to be mentally strong. So can you tell me what about this disease has made you mentally strong? Uh, yeah, that's actually... A great question. Um, but but actually, before we get into that, you, you had mentioned earlier, uh, just a minute ago, that I have my ups and downs, and that's definitely part of it, too. Um, and that'll lead me into this, this next segment. Uh, the downtimes are really when it's important to have the mindset. You know, everybody can do great things, and everybody can can feel good when everything's going fine. When you feel fine, all your bills are paid. Uh, but it's really those downtimes... Like you said, I kind of disappeared for a while. And as far as the mental strength goes, it really comes down to exactly what this podcast is about, mind over body. When you wake up in the morning and you can't, you can't get out of bed because you have this, this knife pain in your gut, you know, it makes it very difficult to want to do anything that day. And when I first got diagnosed with this, I had a lot of those days. There were a lot of days where I was like, this sucks. You know, my life sucks. I'm in high school. 
Everyone thinks I'm weird because I go to the bathroom 10 times a day. I don't sit with anybody at lunch because I can't stomach food. And I kind of sat my entire life on hold and said, this disease kind of controls me. And, you know, flash forward even five years from that point, when I was in college, I mean, everything had changed by then. It was, you get up and do what you have to do, regardless. And even then, it was still that nagging, kind of cynical, like, nobody else has to deal with this, why do I have to deal with it? Um, and then and then you kind of go into this third phase now. Here I am, like, ten years later, and... I get up every single day and don't think of myself any different than anyone else. It really is a growing phase. You know, when you go through tough stuff, and this particularly pertains to people who have chronic medical conditions or other long-term medical prognosis that you wake up every day and you feel like crap. You never want to do anything just flat out, but almost paradoxically not wanting to do that. And the things that came from that have kind of pointed me in the direction that I need to go, uh, long-term. And that's kind of where I want to start this business. I want to do all this. All that came from getting sick and realizing that the world's not going to stop for me because I don't feel good. You know, uh, it's kind of the reality that the universe is bigger than you. And that was a that was a tough pill to swallow, but realizing that and starting from ground zero, like you learn a lot about yourself going through something like this, where you can't do the same things that other people do. And, you know, as far as the mental strength goes, you just have to drive your way through it. I mean, you look at every obstacle, every wall is a staircase. That's the only way you're gonna make it, you know, is don't feel sorry for yourself, don't be the victim. And I played that card for probably a solid seven or eight years of like, why did this happen to me? And you just got to wake up one day and like, why not me? It happened to me because I can do it. Like, I still get up every day. I do the same stuff as everyone else. You know, I talk to my friends and, and they look at me. They're like, you're nuts. I'm like, no, you're nuts. I know that was kind of drawn out. But, you know, as far as as far as mental strength goes, it really just is that courage and that drive and that determination that this doesn't define me. You know, I am not defined by my condition. Like I control my own life. I just have extra stuff to deal with. Super, super powerful stuff. I mean, just listening to you talk about that, it, you're so right. And you think about why me, but why not you? It shows a lot about your character to wake up and not have to continuously complain or think about it all the time. So being with that, and you talked about, you know, you look at yourself as not different from anyone else. Do you think this disease has helped you learn to empathize more with other people? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's been one of those, it's been a very interesting, maybe maybe wave to, to ride of kind of, like I said, going through these phases of of being depressed, then being cynical, and now being... Like, okay, I can do everything that somebody else does. I just have, you know, an extra an extra pack to carry, but my pack weighs five pounds. And every it's taught me that every single person that I meet has stuff going on that I don't know about and I'm not going to know about until we develop a long-term relationship. And I should never sit back and just judge somebody by first glance. Like, you know, 
everybody has their crap that they're going through. And I don't know what it is, whether it's depression, whether it's addiction, whether it's a medical condition, whether they got in a fight with their wife or, you know, whatever. Like, people go every day with, with baggage that they don't tell anyone about, uh, myself included. I mean, I don't, I don't really talk about this much because nobody really needs to know. Yeah, you're right. It's one of those things that every single person you meet, you have no idea what they're going through, what kind of situation they're in. And you learn a lot, I would assume, to to pick that apart and kind of stop and analyze things a little bit more. And I've been finding myself analyzing things a little differently. When you go through situations, you stop and look. And you know, this, the person that just cut you off in traffic and that you're sitting there yelling at them, well, they're going through different situations as well. And, you know, the person that was maybe rude to you at the, the bank, well, maybe they're going through something as well. You know, maybe someone in their family just died. This is all really important stuff to think about. And you talked about, you know, you wake up and you have this mindset now. You've developed this mindset of mind over body. And what does that mean to you? What does mind over body mean to you? And how do you really apply it to your life? Uh, mind over body is is kind of, to me, one of the biggest staples in my entire life now. To me, what mind over body is, is, is following what you want to do and following your dreams, despite how you feel, what you're thinking about. It's really becoming laser focused, despite everything that's going on. I mean, if I let every single day control me by how I feel, I would be 120 pounds I would have never gone to the gym. I would eat one meal a day. I wouldn't come out of my house. There are people who are sick enough that that is their life and that that's not me though. I have chosen to not live that life and that's kind of having the courage to go up against that. And like I said earlier, like that's just a wall. That was a really, really big wall for me for a long time. And now it's just a very steep staircase. You know, it's, it's, it's actually not even a steep staircase anymore. It's a regular staircase. You know, after a, a long time of dealing with it, you just, you just roll with the punches. And that kind of goes into every aspect of my life now. Had I never gotten this disease, I wouldn't have the appreciation that I do now of being able to just push through everything. I mean, that's, that's really the biggest thing for me, mind over body, would be I've learned to kind of control myself and my thoughts so that I'm not focused on being sick all day. I'm focused on other stuff. That's a choice. That doesn't mean that I don't feel bad. That doesn't mean that I don't have my days where I'm like down and out and I don't get out of bed. I do. And everybody does, whether you have this or not, which is fine. That's okay. But being able to get up every day with the mindset of, I'm going to worry about my my problems and the things that I want to work towards and not get up and worry about this disease that I'm going to have, whether I complain about it or not. And I think that's really the turning point for me. It's, it's actually mind over body and, and just mindset in general, because you can take that same thing and you can say, well, I don't really feel like going to the gym. Well, everybody who goes to the gym knows that if you're in the mindset when you go to the gym that you don't want to be there, you're going to get out of there and you're going to, you're going to feel like crap because you weren't, you, your, your head wasn't in it. You didn't want to do it. If I got up every day and said, I don't want to do this stuff because I don't feel good, where are my results going to be? Certainly not in my lap. And so that's where the mind over body thing comes in for me. It's, it's so important to stay 
focused on the positives. I have Crohn's disease. I have all four limbs. I have Crohn's disease. I don't have cancer. I have Crohn's disease. I didn't have a death in the family this week. Being able to focus on the positive and have, have some gratitude for what you do have. I have access to medical care. I don't care if it, if it costs $15,000 a month. At least I have access to it. There's people who have this who don't even have access to health care, you know? So it's really having that gratitude. And that's kind of what mind over, over body means to me, is being able to control my thoughts so that I don't feel bad, you know? And I'm not playing the victim card. Because if there's one thing that aggravates Crohn's, it's stress. It's bad stress. And, and I think that's, that's a lot of conditions. And you talked about, you know, if there's one thing that aggravates Crohn's, that's stress. It's a very, very good talking point. Do you find that, you know, you had this disease and maybe sometimes you're focused on your life and the disease, but what about these other environmental factors? Because in life, you have to usually toss up more than just two things. There's more things headed your way to make your day bad or good. How do you find that these environmental factors play into how you react with your Crohn's disease, whether it's mentally or physically? Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of one of the biggest, biggest things that I've dealt with over these past couple of years really is, is the environmental factors. And I would say the most recent example is actually these past three months. In March, I left my, my job that I had since college to pursue another opportunity, which didn't work out. I ended up unemployed for three months. In that time, the girl that I was seeing split up with me, I bought a stolen motorcycle that ended up getting repossessed by the cops. I blew up both cars. I mean, it seemed like every time I turned around, something bad was going on. Consequently, these have been the worst three months of my life medically since I got diagnosed. Uh, I dropped 23 pounds in about two and a half months, six pounds in one week at one point, which everybody, most people are like, hey, you lost 23 pounds. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Like, not, not that way. <laughs> and so that, that's the most recent occurrence for me. And, and what I've found is at that time, despite trying to be positive, uh, this is one of those, those instances that I brought up earlier about you're allowed to have bad days. It was hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when I was crawling through a mud pit. And it seemed like every single day I was waking up and it's like, oh, another thousand dollar bill for medical insurance because I don't you know, I don't have a job now. And like, oh, hey, we're going to repossess that bike that you just bought. You're out seven grand. Like that, that stuff sucks. But what was worse than all of that was I was sicker, sicker than I've ever been in 10 years. You know, like, again, that stuff kind of took the backseat. It was like, yeah, that stuff all sucks, but I don't feel well. Th those thoughts affect you mentally, obviously, or, you know, you wouldn't be stressed out. But when you take that in a medical condition that is influenced by stress, it really exacerbates the, the symptoms. I mean, it makes things so much worse. And that's why keeping a positive mindset is so important. I, I touched on this once before. If, if I woke up every single day and just thought about how bad I feel, 
I would not be even close to where I'm at right now. It really comes down to like the same thing I said earlier, just wake up and grind it out whether you want to or not. Get your mind to a point where like you are able to handle all that on top of everything else because it's going to be there whether you want it to or not. So the environmental factors, we're not talking like weather here or anything, but life events can certainly influence the direction that I'm going medically, which is always something I got to consider too. I mean, even good things like holidays come around, all this good foods out that you only eat once a year. And it's like, do I really want to eat it once a year? Maybe I just won't eat it, you know, (laughs) and really keeping in the back of your mind that how will this affect me down the road? Take that same concept and I, I apply it to everywhere in my life. How will this affect me down the road? Do I need a $15,000 car or $30,000 brand new, you know, Mercedes? I, I don't know. The answer is no. I don't need it. I want it. Do I need to eat that food once a year? No, not really. Do I want it? Yeah. But having that mental fortitude to just say no, I mean, the, the, the environmental factors definitely influence whether it's going to be a good day or a bad day, uh, but it comes back to mindset, really. Uh, those those factors change your mindset, and if your mindset's not there, you know it's it's going to be a bad day. You're absolutely right. It's it's a lot about the mindset. It's a lot about how you're focused. It's a lot about how you feel, because if you're beating up on yourself all the time, you're going to feel bad, regardless. You can have a thousand people tell you this is what's going on, or tell you that you're doing great. But if you're not telling yourself that you're doing great, it's all for nothing. And you're the only person you're with all the time, constantly, 24-7. So make sure that you're telling yourself those positive things. Make sure you're telling yourself that you can do it, that you can push through another day no matter what the obstacles are. And I think that's really important for this disease. I think it's important for any disease. I think it's important for life. It's great, great speaking point. Well, and you, you hit on a lot of really good points there. It, it is very important to keep that mindset, and it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. It doesn't even have to be a medical condition. It can be anything. This is just my this is my baggage to carry. You know, it's it's no one else's. But at the end of the day, kind of like you said, I'm the only one that it really matters to. You know, anybody can say anything. I'm only held accountable to myself at the end of the day. If I don't feel good, I don't feel good. It doesn't matter what somebody says. If somebody's depressed, you can talk to them all day long and they're going to go to bed the same as they woke up because it's not up to you how they feel. So I think it is definitely a good point of of making sure that th- that that mental fortitude that I developed over the past 10 years that stemmed from getting this Crohn's disease and being told no, I can't do this, and no, I can't do that, is it's super important to take that and apply it to the other parts of your life. And that goes for anything. That goes for any negative event. Death in a family is, is huge. A breakup, a breakup for a lot of people is huge. It's, it releases the same chemicals. I mean, if you're in a bad breakup, that can be devastating to how you are. I mean, you see pe- these people get divorced, and there's, there's suicides, and there's anorexia. You know, people fall apart. And it's just important to remember that the tough times come, but they come, you know, to pass. They don't, they're not here to stay. 
There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. You live a very long life. It's the longest thing you'll ever know. One event should not tip that scale, you know? Yeah, it's definitely true. One event definitely shouldn't tip that scale. And you think about your life living with a certain disease or a certain illness, but as time passes, that becomes all you know. And it doesn't necessarily become this super traumatic event where you just found out 10 minutes ago this happened, you know, and that's with a breakup, a death in the family, a death of a friend. It's this event just happened. So yeah, obviously it's very traumatizing at the moment, but as time passes, it becomes the new normal. Yeah. And you're exactly right. I mean, that it's, it's for anything. I, I wouldn't say time heals all wounds, but time definitely adds a bandaid and then puts stitches on and then you're, you're, you know, usually pretty patched up. And that kind of goes back to where I started. I was very cynical. I was sitting in the in the nurse's office in, in high school. You know, people would come in and complain about a stomach ache. I knew they just wanted off school. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't throw up every meal for the past six weeks. And I was very cynical. Like, why why are you complaining about this? Just so you can get a day off. Not realizing that, you know, one of those guys ended up committing suicide our senior year because he was going through a whole lot of stuff at home. That's one of those, you know, that's a tough pill to swallow. It really transgresses across all sorts of of areas in people's lives. Yeah, you're definitely right. I mean, you could take this mind over body concept and kind of apply it to anywhere that you want in life in any type of direction. So I got to ask you, you know, living with this type of illness for 10 years, there's a lot of people that are diagnosed who are living with all types of different ailments, whether that be a mental disorder such as depression or anxiety or some kind of physical disorder like you have. You know, this illness, you get this in your life and at first you think, why me? Or maybe sometimes it goes undiagnosed. A lot of times it goes undiagnosed. What kind of advice would you give to these people who have this type of illness, whether it's mental or physical, how would you recommend they develop this mental strength? What kind of advice do you wish you would have had to develop this mental strength to positively impact your physical self? That's that's a, a great question, a really tough one to answer because there's there's a lot of different things that I want to say. But I, I think the two, maybe three big ones, the two big ones would be find a goal. Find some sort of direction. I wake up every day, and it's ironic because I found this because I got sick. In fact, if I hadn't ever gotten sick, me and you probably would have never met because my plan my entire life was to join the Marines. I'd be in some other state or some other country or whatever, and we would have never met. But that was taken away from me when I got to Crohn's. So... I had to redefine my direction. And I think one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things that I found is when I realized where it was that I was supposed to be. And I went to school for engineering. I left an engineering job because it wasn't a good fit. I'm working in engineering again. And I'm starting an engineering company. So I'm obviously not going to be an artist. I want to be in engineering. I want to design stuff. And that is my focus every day. 
I think that is super, super important because it keeps your eyes trained on one thing. I don't wake up every day and say, oh man, I'm sick. I wake up every day and say, okay, I got to fill these orders. I got to buy this printer. I got to buy this piece of equipment. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to call these guys. I got to do this podcast. (laughs) And that keeps your mind preoccupied, but you want to make sure it's preoccupied in the right direction. You know, steering that compass north is so, so, so important. That is so beyond mind over body. That is like a life, a, a life skill is being able to find, you don't need to be perfect, but you want to start to steer yourself in the right direction so you have something to work towards. And I would say that's definitely number one, is find something that you can attach yourself to, that you can follow, that you can grow towards, would be number one. And number two, as cliche as it sounds, is just don't ever quit. You know, don't ever give up. You're going to wake up and there's going to be so many days where you don't want to do something There's going to be so many days where you feel like crap. There's going to be so many times where you're at work and your boss is yelling at you and you want to quit. And hey, if it's not a good fit and you, you know, you genuinely don't want to be there, don't be there. Quit and find something else. It is 2018. The only way that you're definitely not going to succeed, not going to do well and not going to feel good is to pull the plug and not do anything at all and sit in one spot. And I can tell you that from the past three months. I was making progress on on the side, but the financials of not working and not making like a livable income are awful. They make you feel like crap. So being on the other side of the fence now, uh, going from 15 and naive and not, not that I'm, you know, full of wisdom now, but being, being younger and and being cynical and, and not knowing my direction and then having to reinvent my life. Um, and, and going through college when I wasn't even going to go to college and then graduating, landing at a job I don't like, all while dealing with the Crohn's disease has taught me that, you know, your life is going to change so much between now and, you know, five years, 10 years, even three years from now. Things change very quickly. We live in a very high paced society now. And the only way to guarantee that you will not thrive and move forward is to quit. So whether you're dealing with a medical condition, whether you hate your job, again, this mind over body concept kind of goes into everything. Everybody's dealing with their own problems. And if you let that problem run your life, you're never going to see the good in anything. You will always look for the negative and have a very pessimistic mindset. And that's not going to work for you at all. So, and that's, that's actually, that's a really good way to quit too, is to think that everyone's against you. So I would, I would definitely say never, never quit. Never quit would be the other big one. And specifically towards the medical, you know, you're gonna wake up with, with really rough days, you know, the number of days where where I've thrown up blood and I've still had to like get up and go to work and like do everything that I would normally do is that's very high. It's really weird to live your life like that. Sometimes it sucks going to the ER for like a, literally a stomach ache that can't be explained. 
And I'm sure it's, it's, you know, it's awful once every two months getting a, a, an IV in my arm so I can get my medicine. But there's people who have it a lot worse. And I know that. And to, to them specifically, it, you, it's the same mindset. As soon as you start to think that you're not going to be okay, you're not going to be okay. And that's just the reality. As soon as you start looking at the good, you know, I'm still here. I can still walk. I got friends here. You know, it might not be ideal, but just do not quit. Do not get into that mindset. It's like cannibalistic mindset of, I'm going to look at all the bad stuff. It's the same thing when you buy a car. Buy a new car, you've never seen one in your life, and then on the way home you see 14 of them. It's because that's what you're thinking about. If all you're thinking about is negative, that's all you're going to get out. If all you're thinking about is a positive, that's what you're going to get out. It's always great to listen to you talk and hear you talk about these different topics. It changes my viewpoint on things, and it makes me think a lot about my life. So once again, Chris Shipman um, starting his own business up, engineering, and uh, living 10 years with Crohn's disease, diagnosed. Thank you very much for being a guest on the show. Uh, thanks for having me, Bobby. It was a pleasure. If you want to keep up to date with Chris and all of his projects, follow him over on Instagram at that underscore dot engineer underscore dot guy. Also remember to follow me on Instagram at freaking bobs. That's at F-R-E-A-K-I-N-B-O-B-S. Please head over to iTunes and give me a five-star review and leave a written review. All those reviews mean so much to me and will help me pursue the future episodes. I'll see you guys next time.